I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. Ethan's back. Hey, hey you're back. Hey, I'm back. More people asked about where you were this time. <laughs> anyway, uh, for today, we're doing the old 1990s classic. <laughs> I say classic because, like, radio stations call things that are old classic, right. even when they're not. Yeah. Even when they suck? Yeah, especially when they suck. That way you'll listen to it. You know, because they still have to fill, like, just because like, your morning commute has music doesn't mean that they don't have to fill up the rest of the time, like, while you're at work with music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they have to play more classic stuff. And this is one of them. Uh, Marvel slash DC versus DC slash Marvel? Because <laughs> they kept switching it up. It starts off DC versus Marvel, and then it ends also with DC versus Marvel. But in between, it's Marvel versus DC. And, uh... They have to be fair. They have to be fair. And I, I'm sure... That a ridiculous committee was formed to determine everything in this book, with the notable exception of the outcome of the versus matches. Mm. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because, okay, in the 90s, everyone was just reaching for all the wads of cash that were being thrown at comic books, you know, with variant covers and image, mm -hmm. and all the crazy things they were doing at that time, holographic covers and whatnot. <laughs> They'd actually just gotten beyond the, the holographic covers. I guarantee if this was done like three years earlier, two years earlier maybe, we would have gotten plenty of holographic or chrome foil gatefold covers. Instead, we just got these... these, these like it's late a, 90s? Or? This is like mid to late 90s. I'd say it was probably like, let's take a look here. It's uh, 96. This nice glossy print. Yeah, we got a nice glossy print. I like, yeah. the, I like the glossy covers. It, it implies a sense of quality. Well, it's also a nice Implies, cover yes. because you—it's a much thicker paper. It is. That's that's a that's a thing I always like about um, newer comics and about like these types of comics. It's just event books. Event books—they they really they go all out in the printing. Mm. Um, interiors are fine, but the the cover is where it's at. Yeah. So obviously, this is a huge event, but of course, it was an event that didn't matter and was uh, ultimately ignored after everything was said and done, <laughs> uh -huh. like usual. Yep. Um, but in the meantime, whoa, were the stakes high for this? Well, I mean, had this ever they, happened before? Yes, they had done a couple of crossovers, and this actually ushered in another era of Marvel and DC crossovers. The first of which was, like, you could find in an old collected volume called Crossover Classics Volume 1, and that was classic. And it's because it was the first time I actually saw these freaking characters crossover okay. in, like, a continuity kind of setting, and it was awesome. Um... I, I need to actually get a copy because I want to do it on this show. Because this is kind of like the second part to it where we're like, this is so fucking bad. <laughs> and later we'll do the original one where it was really fucking cool and not very good either. In yeah, this, don't need that it, it's, it is needlessly complicated. Uh, written by Peter David and Ron Mars. Uh, the two of them got like alternating writing uh, duties. Okay, uh, It's... I've never heard of either. It's, of oh, they're great. No, Ron Mars and Peter David are consummate professionals. They're long-standing classic comic book authors, and they must have had someone ghostwrite these fucking books because they're unreadable. We're going to read them right now, but holy Jesus, are they bad. <laughs> um, in this one, it's also needlessly complicated, unlike its like 1980s compl uh, complement, mm -hmm. because there are two universes, and they, the universes are the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe, and they're embodied in like the, the, the they're like these big stupid off-brand Transformer 
robot men. I see them at the end here. Yes, you'll see them in the because you have issue one. Yeah, I have issue um, one. Yeah. And at the end, you'll see them like that's the, re, the that's the reveal that like there are these two universes and they're like embodied in these like brothers, these like warrior men. It's like Japanese samurai robots. Yes, <laughs> and uh, they're dumb. And for some reason, they're like, they embody the whole universe. And then they converge. Oh my god. And that's the reason why we're talking about Marvel vs. DC is because of the, like, the secret wars and the convergences and everything. Like, I just thought, hey, uh, speaking of convergences, let's talk about this shit. Who is this? That is the Living Tribunal, my friend. The Living Uh, Tribunal has sometimes been considered to be the god of Marvel Universe, but he's not. He's actually, like, slightly lesser powerful. He's like a guardian. I thought the Living Tribunal was like three people. No, he's just a dude. Well, he has three faces. Oh, okay. Is he a bad guy? No, well, he's he's indifferent, but he's Uh, he's a good guy. Like he's he's a guardian of the universe. Like he's he he keeps it all together and safe. Right. And on the uh, DC side, we got the Spectre, who is not, but he's like I guess the Living Tribunal's complement in the '90s, and he's the Spectre was involved in one of the other crossovers, right? Well, he was in Kingdom Come. Oh. Where he was like, Norma Cray, you have to like fucking be my ex. That was the Spectre. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Awesome use of him. In yeah. this, he is lame. And I say lame because he's cosmically powerful and he can sense like when the universes are in trouble and is dickless to stop it. He's <laughs> just like, well, I guess I'll watch. No, he's like, I can't stop it. What am I going to do? And that's all he does the whole book. Mm. But that, that would take up crucial page real estate when we want to see like the clone Superboy fight not Spider-Man. Ben Riley, the clone. Or uh, Spider-Man fight this bat creature. Yeah, Man-Bat. That's Man-Bat? That's Man-Bat. It's a poorly drawn Man-Bat, but it's Man-Bat. <laughs> uh, it's also lo- loaded with with mo- with uh, with modern, like, 90s-isms. Mm. For example, a few of these characters are going through um, a metamorphosis in the 90s, mm-hmm. and uh, they're kind of caught in this, like, awkward fit. It's like well, when so you're in high school... Yeah, it's like being in high school and someone snatches a, snaps up a picture of you oh, no. when you're deci- when you're trying stuff out, uh-huh. and then like some asshole in college is like, "What is this?" Right? Like Thor is in a costume that you won't believe. Yeah, I saw that. And you're like, "Who is this character?" That's what? Thor. He like was in that costume maybe like a little while, like less than a year. Right, but it just happened to be when they made this right fucking book. This is horrible. I'm reading the page. This book is written like every page is a different like character's like universe. Yeah, oh, same this here. Is, this yeah, is the, that's so obnoxious. But this is the Lobo page. Mm-hmm. This dialogue is like oh, it's horrible. He calls someone a bastage. What's a bastage? <laughs> that is the signature insult that Lobo lauds at anyone he comes in contact. You mean like this bastage? Bastage. Yes, it's the combination obviously of bastard and bitch, right. but you can print it. <laughs> Because it's not a fucking word. Yes. Oh my god. But it sounds bad. He says so. nobody calls Lobo a six-toed Cesarian tree sloth and lives to tell the tale. But I didn't. Doesn't matter, you might have later. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna kill you anyway. He's such a badass. Right? Isn't he such a badass? Like, he's so fun and cool. Right. Because it's 1996. Uh... So the the concept here is that like there's this homeless guy who looks a lot like Bilbo Lebowski from DC, but it's not. Would have been kind of interesting if it was, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So this homeless guy is like is like taping a cardboard box that's protruding light from it, like light is blasting out of it, and he's trying to cover it, as you can see here. And the cardboard box is like a physical manifestation of the barrier between the Marvel and DC universes. 
And he is the guardian that is supposed to keep them separate. And the universes, in their uh, interaction with each other, wind up conjuring this guy whose name is Axel. Uh, and he basically... Axel. Long, yeah, Axel. Because it's so cool. For yes, it is. And he wears a super cool, awesome costume that's like a combination of both uh, universe aesthetics. You mean the blue and the red? Yes. And uh, Axel happens upon the homeless guy, and he's like, what are you doing? And the homeless guy's like, you, you're the missing piece! And he's like, get away from me! And then later he's like, okay, what did you want? And uh, the old guy is starting to die, because like, he can't keep it together, and like he can't keep the, separate, the universes separate. Mm-hmm. And um, if he doesn't keep the universes separate, then the universes will notice each other. And if the brothers notice each other, then they'll fight. And if they fight, they'll destroy everything. But they don't. But they don't. Where does the do, box well, come from? The box is a... Is, it's not like an actual it box. box. It's more like what our eyes perceive to be a box because we can't imagine the awesome power of oh. this 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 uh, this estuary between See, two universes. I'm less confused as to where the box came from and what's in the box. There's nothing in the what's box! What's in the box? There's nothing in the box! The box is empty! It's filled with light. There's light beams shooting out of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than the alternative. It's true. What is he taping it up with? Is it just, like, paper? Tape. Well, like, maybe the tape comes from him. Because, like, the idea here is that Axel will eventually become a character named Access, who is owned by both Marvel and DC and can cross between both universes, and he's, oh. like, going to be the guardian who keeps them separate. Like, his See, job is to... When, when crossovers happen in the comics, he's supposed to show up and make sure that they get back to their original universes. I could see that being a really cool concept, mm-hmm. and they could fuck that up really easily. Uh, A, it's not, and B, they do. What? <laughs> what is I say that because I would love... I, listen, I love that idea. And they did, like, two or three books about access where they did crossovers. And this miniseries ushered in more Marvel and DC crossovers that, like, were cool, some of them. Mm-hmm. And Access doesn't even appear in them, which is even better than that. So, uh, but, but then, uh, no. It just falls apart. Is he... So he's like a cosmic being who takes on the form of a, like, Of a homeless guy, so you don't guy? notice him and you don't get involved. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, the light beams, by the way, are, like... I don't know if they're actually are sentient or not, but the idea here is that the light beams, like, find representatives from each universe, and then they're going to, like, fight on the physical plane, and their fight will be, like, the physical manifestation of the fight between those two universes. Okay. And so, like... <laughs> does it take them somewhere? It does. It, like, it, like brings them places. Does it swap them it, into the other universe? Well, because these light beams are, like... third universe. No, there's no third universe okay. yet. But they, uh... The light beams kind of, like... Blast everybody like they they hit people and bring them like to like so there's actually civilians who are like my ATM card won't work in this machine but I I know this block like what's going on who like that would be really funny if it's just like this is my actual bank yeah exactly like what's the bank of Metropolis I live in New York <laughs> this is bullshit like that kind of thing happens and okay. also superheroes. welcome to Central City what yeah where, where? Like, at one point, uh, like the Juggernaut appears in Metropolis. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to smash some shit up. And the Superman shows up. I'm sorry, wouldn't that be Colossus? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, there's nothing to be embarrassed about in this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then the idea is that they fight. And what DC and Marvel did, which was brilliant, probably not, was uh, if you... Actually, you have issue one, so if you, if you don't mind, let me take a look at this. Uh, at the end of issue one, you bought it, right? And then 
they they show you the team ups, like the fights that are gonna happen, oh. and they go, who would win? And then you cut out a piece of your comic book, or I guess you would photocopy it. Oh wow! And you check off who would win. You put your information in. Yeah, you ruin your comic book. And <laughs> well, I mean, you're only ruining the bottom three quarters of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the back they give you stats about all the characters, oh as if you did, as if you didn't already make up your mind. So luckily, <laughs> you're not actually going into the comic itself. Right. right. You're still ruining the comic. You're still yeah. ruining it. Yes. Especially during this period of like collector sensationalism. So like, you would never hurt the comic book. Right. But you read it with gloves on. That's right. Yeah. Not this one, as you can see. Like I took this to the beach. So like. Yeah, uh, then people voted on the, the team-ups, like Batman versus Captain America, Hulk versus Superman, which were actually, those are, those are title bouts you're like, that's kind of cool, okay. Yeah. And Superboy versus Spider-Man, because they're both clones. What? And Wolverine versus Lobo. Wait, because those are two badasses from each universe. Uh. And Wonder Woman versus Storm, because Marvel doesn't have a Wonder Woman, so whatever. So it's Storm, yep. So like... A girl! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a girl! And then they do that, by the way. Like, Elektra fights Catwoman. Because they're girls, you right. see. Yeah. Well, they kind of make sense. Well, they're girls, and they, you know, they mostly they don't have appear on night yeah. on uh, roofs. It's true. Rooftops. Yeah, they're, they're rooftop vigilante women. Yeah. The, the coolest moment in this whole book, for me, is when Bullseye is transported to the Batcave. Because the light is just going everywhere and taking them anywhere. Right. Because it's not really, like, making a plan yet. And so it's not like they appear immediately where they would be no. in the universe. No. It's only until later when the brothers notice each other, and then they're like, okay, you guys are going to fight. Whoever wins will decide what would have happened, like, if we had fought. And then, I think it's a tie, so then they fight anyway. <laughs> of course it is. And but it can't be a tie. It is a tie. It winds up being a tie. There are five fights. There's another fight. So, like... There, so is who, it, is okay. it uh, Catwoman versus Electra? There's a couple of them, but like, yeah. Uh, who, who wins? Who are the victors? No one. No, I it's mean, a tie. fight. Oh, who wins? Uh, Hulk versus Superman? Who would you say? Superman. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Hulk is not the matter he gets, the stronger he gets. Okay, he's just a strong guy. He's just strong. And yeah, he's also like, Superman he's also Banner's like. brain in Hulk's body, so he's like, what's going on, guys? Hey, I'm the Hulk. I'm just gigantic and monstrous. Um, oh. Yeah, mm. so he's not savage. Well, yeah, he's not going to, yeah. like, freak out. Which, by the way, there's a moment in Onslaught, which is just the X-Men Avengers kind of story, where Onslaught is just too fucking powerful and they have to fight. Like, everyone shows up at Central Park to fight Onslaught, and Hulk is still this Hulk, and he's like, I might be able to beat Onslaught, but only if I'm Savage Hulk. So he tells Jean Grey you got to turn Banner off. Oh, wow. And so she does, and he goes fucking crazy. And it's awesome. And he just beats the shit out. And he cracks him in half. <laughs> it's fucking epic. That's awesome. So one day we'll do that book. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that would have been an awesome fight. Instead we got like Lame Hulk. So whatever. Right. Well, you got Lame Hulk versus the Boy Scout. Yeah. Versus Superman. Versus, and they take him. Mullet. By the way, they go to like the Grand Canyon so nobody gets hurt. Oh, okay. Or wherever, like Monument Valley. Some place where it's like, we could break everything. And it'll, right. it'll piss off like tourists and shit. But like no one will And die. maybe some Native Americans. Yeah. Like, jump Especially over it's the Grand Valley. Canyon. Uh, and, like, grab helicopters and spin them around. No, you mean in that fucking movie? No. Does he jump <laughs> off of them? Yeah. No. Does he leap through the air like thousands of? Feet? No, he does not. Okay. Uh, I mean, he normally does, but in this in, in this crossover, he does not. Are you looking for two? I got uh, two. No, I got two. Who wins between Superboy and Spider Man? Spider Man. 
Really? Of course! Because Superboy sucks! Isn't Superboy, like, basically have Superman's powers, though? He's not technically... He's, he's All right. technically a combination of some of Superman's DNA, but mostly another character's DNA. Even so, like, he's not actually Superman. Compare the popularity of Spider-Man at that well, time with that's Superboy. That's Yeah, I'm trying to... But it's also fucking Ben Riley, and everyone was like, Fuck this guy! Doesn't matter, it's still Spider-Man. But no, it is, it's not Spider-Man. You know, even, no, even I was like, fuck Superboy. I don't care. Alright. Wolverine versus Lobo. Lobo, by the way, is like... Uh, uh, like kind of like a zombie in as much as he's died he went to hell and hell was like get the fuck out of here we don't want to deal with you so he's immortal and can't die and can't be beaten what year is this he's 96. so badass 96 like, yeah even like hell can't deal with him yeah so Lobo wins so, because it's 1996 so Wolverine right? wins because Wolverine's more popular thank than god we gotta say, like, but, but like no but the comic book community is really angry about that because they're like really? there's no fucking way also this is bone claw Wolverine oh shit yeah oh no. But he still has a healing factor. He still has the healing factor. Yeah, but so does Lobo. That's in this he? fight here. Uh, Lobo has kind of a healing factor in as much as he can't be hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you can, like, cut him up. Yeah. Which I but he's got those bone claws. See, this is really funny yeah. because I'm looking and I see... I saw that and I was like, those look like bone claws. They drew the adamantium really poorly. Because over here, they really look like the adamantium. Yeah, they're mad. Yeah, it's just the art is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He's supposed to have bone claws. Ah, fuck it. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> Like, sharp, 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 oh, fuck. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? We're printing money! Okay. There is a, there's another cool moment, by the way, when... So, it's, uh, there's another... There's, these are just a couple you could vote on. The other ones oh. you didn't get to vote on. Oh. Like Captain Marvel versus Thor. Which, is, which makes sense. Mm. And I love it because um, the idea is whoever gets incapacitated, whoever's stopped first, loses. Mm. Okay. So you don't have to beat them to death. They just have to, like... Be stopped. So, like, if they're pinned. Okay. Once you pin them. If, if they say uncle. It's Once wrestling moves. Yeah. Once they tap out, they lose. So, uh, they're like going to perform a DDT at some point. I think they do, but like, you know. Does one of them like, go to the bleachers and be like, ah, who? <laughs> yeah. They should. They should have done all that. But, uh, Captain Marvel and Thor fight, and like, Captain Marvel gets like, stuck under a Ferris wheel, they're in like an abandoned fucking circus oh, or whatever, shit. and he's like, oh shit, so he changes to Billy Batson. Okay. And then he like gets out, and Thor's like, "Your power is conjured by lightning." So when he calls Shazam, he just pulls the lightning. Oh shit! With the, with Mjolnir. That's cool. But then he loses Mjolnir. Like he's like, "I don't know where my my hammer went." Fuck. Oh well, I won. And then Wonder Woman finds it. What? And she's like, "What? Wait, why does he lose like, he, it, it, Mjolnir? It, it disappears. Like it, oh, it goes someplace else. The light beam else. takes it. Maybe it takes I it. We, don't ever, we never actually. Well, see maybe it. the light beam takes it, or maybe like the." The, the Shazam thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was magical. Maybe lightning. the wisdom of Solomon moved it to fucking wherever. So uh, Wonder Woman picks it up and she becomes fucking Thor. And it's that's pretty cool. bad. That that's in this book, it's right here. And she's like, "Let's do this, Storm." But then she goes, "I would beat you in a second, but it wouldn't be fair." So she relinquishes the power of Thor and then loses to Storm. <laughs> because oh, Storm a, has lightning. That was yeah. a poor choice. Yep. And then yeah, because Storm has lightning and she shoots him with the shoot. Oh shoot shit. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Batman Mark. beats Captain America. Technically. Technically? Technically. How does how does he not beat Captain America? Well, they're the last fight, and they're they won they've been fighting for like seven hours, much like in <laughs> I was expecting you to say seven days. They've been fighting they don't say days, but they say like it would take days. And uh <laughs> because it's like it, it's actually kind of homaged in the JLA Avenger story yeah. where he's like, You could beat me, but it would take a long time. Now, why doesn't he remember? <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Oh. This ha oh, why doesn't he remember in either yeah. of them? Because no one wants to acknowledge this fucking happened. 
JLA Avengers happened. This didn't. Or if it oh. did, eh. Which is funny, because at the end, not many people remember the event, except them. But then when JLA Avengers happens, nah. They don't. Because it's stupid. It. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But I'm sorry, I, you know, really quick, my favorite moment in this whole book was when Bullseye gets taken to the cap, to the Batcave. Uh-huh. And Bullseye is like, I don't know what's going on, but this fucking kid that's dressed like Christmas is definitely going to be a hostage. So he, like, has this knife, and he's got Robin, and he's got fucking... Oh, and he's like, he's like, I don't know what's going on here, but I want out. So I'm going to kill this kid, and then leave. And Batman's like, and he's like, oh, and tell me who you are. And he's like, if you hurt that boy, I'm your worst nightmare. I'm Batman. <laughs> and you're like, yes! And then fucking he goes... And Bullseye's like, and Bullseye's pretty dumb. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's stupid. Batman, really? Lame. Uh, so then Batman throws a batarang at him. Bullseye catches it and then throws it back at Batman. And Batman just dodges and then punches him. Nice. And Bullseye's like, I missed. Fuck. I never miss. It's great. Yeah, um, but he and he says something like, "You hit harder than Daredevil," and you're like, eh, "That's fun. Cool. That would have been a cool fight." Nope. That's cool. Don't get to see that. No. Nope. Um, other fights that take place: Quicksilver versus Flash. Flash wins, obviously. Yeah, because Quicksilver sucks. Um, Aquaman versus Namor. Oh, that's kind of cool. It is kind of. Eh. Aquaman yeah. has a beard. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah. He's he also has a hook hand. He does have the hook nice. hand, and he uses it. As, like, a lasso. Like, he fires it, and it, like, wraps around him. Oh, shit. It's dumb. I saw that in, uh... Oh, uh, fucking Aquaman. Aquaman drops a whale on him. (laughs) Wait, he drops a whale? Fuck you, Namor! He summons the whale to land on. He he does that. Like, he summons... (sighs) The moment is, Namor's wrapped up in his stupid rope, and he's like... And they're both, by the way, being cocky assholes at each other like I'm a monarch no I'm a monarch like you're lame meh. I'm the king of the sea yeah I'm the, I'm king. the king of the yeah, sea yeah but wait so then he goes like and Namor's like well you're not gonna beat me because I'm fucking Namor and I'm hardly incapacitated and before he finishes the word incapacitated there's a stupid shadow over him like in Looney, like in Looney Tunes and then a whale lands on him and <laughs> Aquaman says you're too noble to cheat that's not cheating. No, it's just using the sea to your advantage. That's like when he grabs sharks, and he's just like, hey, shark, eat that guy. Yeah. It's his power. Yeah. There's also a really cool fight we never see, which is Thanos versus Darkseid. Oh, oh shit. Oh, man. Never fucking is just resolved. Because they're the bad guys. They're like... They meet each other, and I love that Darkseid calls him a pale imitation of himself. <laughs> You're like, yep. Yes. Um, and the other thing that happens is, like, the universes are crossing over, so, like... J. Jonah Jameson takes over the Daily Planet, but then the Kingpin <laughs> buys the Daily Planet, like, from his shareholders, so the Kingpin takes over the Daily Planet, and, like, Perry and J.J. are gonna fight him, and you're like, what? <laughs> so, the Kingpin. Yeah. Perry and J.J. are gonna fight the Kingpin. Well, they're gonna fight him legally. Oh. Oh. Well, that's entirely different. So Batman and, and Cap fight in the sewers, and they're, and then they flush the system, so, like, they're being, it's being filled with water, like, oh, crap, okay, uh. Just throw all your shit! So, like, Cap throws the shield, and Batman throws the batarang, and Cap misses, and ba- and Batman's batarang hits him in the head. Oh. And so, Cap's like, I guess I lost. Yeah. And then, that's it. Alright, so Batman won. So then, well, yeah, but, like, it was a tie, and Axis is like, oh, cool! I found two people who, re- who best represent their own universes. So he uses their, like, universal tethers to... And his own dumb powers that he just recently got and doesn't know how to use 
to try to save both universes, and the way he does that is by merging them. What is the threat both universes are facing? That they're going to fight and kill each other. They'll be annihilated. Or yes. that one will... If right. Instead yeah, he's, of fighting, we'll just, I'll just mash him up. Yes. So okay. he creates the Amalgam Universe. And the Amalgam Universe is random characters put together. Yeah, it is. And some of them are the ones that fought, but most of them aren't. You mean like Batman and Wolverine? Yeah, which is called Dark Claw. Who's this? Is this Captain that's, America? That's and Super Soldier. Okay. So I basically, fucking love Doctor Doom and uh, yeah, Doctor Doomsday. Yeah, that's that is fucking cool. He's so bad. Who the fuck is this? That's Kraven the Hunter and I guess Cheetah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, uh, my that, favorite. That, is... that makes sense. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Dark Claw's nemesis, which is Sabretooth and the Joker, which is Hyena. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah, that's cool. I was describing yeah. this to Tiffany the other day, and she's like, "Okay, I'll, 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 I'll admit that's, that's cool. goddamn clever. That's clever. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow that." And What's this? that's Doctor Strange Fate. Sure, it is. Just, just Doctor Fucking Strange with a Doctor Fate element. <laughs> Doctor Strange Fate actually is like a major player in the Amalgam universe. Um, yeah, because later, like he, because obviously they pull the universes apart. It's just a fun experiment to try things out. Right. And in fact, not unlike Convergence, after this happened, they then said, like, next week, the Amalgam Age of Comics, both Marvel and DC, put out all these Amalgam books. Really? So, like, Bruce Wayne, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Speed Demon, which is, like, The Flash and Ghost Rider. And <laughs> but how exactly do you determine what story you can write? Like, all right, well, we both want to put out a Batman book. You can't then. A lot of, it's kind of cool. It's actually kind of better than the whole event. Hmm. Except Dark Claw's a ton idea. So. <laughs> Except for his enemy. But he does get his fucking adamantium back for this one. Oh, that's moment. good. But then they pull him apart. So the other thing is. So that, do like, they fight the villains at some point? No. Or, they fight no, each other. They fight each other. They're they still fight fighting each other. Each other yes. Even after they're amalgamized. Well, no. Aren't they normal here? Well, yes, because, like. The Spectre and the Living Tribunal are the ones who weren't merged, okay. and they're, like, holding on to each other to keep their universes together. Like, to keep them... Because, like, to keep the Amalgam universe are. shouldn't exist. It's an, it's an anomaly. Mm-hmm. It's the wrong decision for access. Okay. So, the Living Tribunal and the Spectre know this, and so they're, like, keeping the universes together and, uh, and alive. So they're keeping each other at arm's length. Yes. Yeah. They didn't agree uh, with the merger. Okay. And the merger itself is not supposed to exist anyway. Okay. So they're both, like, trying to keep their universes intact. Okay. And they're being destroyed as a result. As a result. And if they're destroyed, their universe might be destroyed too, because they're also, like, representatives of their universes or some shit. Doesn't matter. But, like, so Axis pulls them apart, and then he's like, okay, that didn't work. But now the universes know about each other, and the superheroes are all on the same page as far as, like, so the universe is gonna fight? I guess we gotta stop them? And so Batman and Captain America are like, take us to the universes. What? So, what? Like, so... <laughs> to where? Physically, where phys- are they going? Well, like, they don't really... Like, they say, like, what are we looking at? And he's like, well, you don't really, like... You're not really looking at anything. <laughs> but, like, I'm showing you what, like, your mind can comprehend to be your so, universe... Like, your own universe fighting. So I'm showing you All two right. big guys in space fighting. Yeah, All right. with swords. How about a taco... That cool ice cream. <laughs> yes, I can do that. I can do that. I can give you these cool, like, monsters fighting. Um, I can give you these giant transformers, basically. Yeah. With swords. So, 
the Living Tribunal and the Spectre and Captain America and Batman are like pleading with the universes and trying to stop them from from fighting. Is this like a, like an analogy for the comic book industry? I mean, it should be right. Like the idea here is can't we just get along, guys? Yeah, like and ultimately they they fail and the universes like clash and as they're clashing, they're destroying each other. Like they're destroying mm-hmm. their universes and they kill Batman and Captain America. But as they die, their lives flash before their eyes. Like the universe's eyes. The universes are seeing the origin of Batman and the origin of Captain America. Okay. They're seeing how a frail boy could become a great leader. They're seeing how, like, a young, like, traumatized boy can, like, inspire good. Or some shit. And they, like, learn that, like, their differences are what makes them special and, and, and good. And so they, they relinquish their fight. And they, like, agree to disagree. That is really dumb. And uh, and so they restore everybody, and then, like, that's it. But what made the universes start fighting in the first... The, they didn't know they... They didn't know they existed. existed. And um, so, like, it, and the, the, the belief by the, the guy, by the old regime, was that if they did... If they were aware of each other, they would immediately try to destroy the other. I see. So, at the end of the day, this pointless fight took place... The pacing of this is oh, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, the characterization is not the great, whole, like, but not bad. Every like, page is a is its own separate, complete, distinct fight that lasts for exactly a page. Yep, that's terrible. That's terrible. It's a horrible like idea. a page or two. But but that's not even the worst part of it. The worst part is that for the first two issues, it's just characters fighting. Yes, yes. into the third issue. No, no the and first then, issue is even a fight. The first issue is them explaining the ridiculous premise. Yeah, oh, they're also introducing you to. Who do you know who Green Lantern is or Superman? Because if you don't, here's a fucking three-page exposition about them. Who does Green Lantern fight? I haven't seen him. He's, he fights Silver Surfer. Oh, because they're I both guess. cosmic. I will cosmic. say, yeah. in by issue the way, two, he loses Silver Surfer three or whatever the fuck it is. Like his constructs look fucking badass. They do because it's Kyle Rayner, and Kyle Rayner's an artist, and he's a video game player. So he's like, uh, yeah, I got this. So, and in fact, later cool. on, he does. They do a cool crossover with Silver Surfer and Green Lantern. Those same characters, like Kyle Rayner and Silver Surfer. That's and cool. they acknowledge that fucking crossover. Nice. Nice. Yeah. But like, alright, so for the first for the first issue they're setting it up, yeah. for issues two and three, yep, it's, it's a, everyone fighting it's each everyone other fighting. until right at the end where they can when the universes mix, and that's where you actually have conflict. Yes. Once you have conflict, suddenly it's the final issue and they have to have the conflict, the climax, and the resolution all in one issue. Yes. Fuck that. Yeah. That's terrible. Is Iron Man in these books? Uh, no. He's dumb at this point. Iron Man is a little kid. But Robin and Jubilee get it on. They do, and they fight. What? Robin and Jubilee are actually, like, uh, universe-deciding fighters. Oh. And they make out. Because Robin ties her up. Well, yeah, and then they hook up. What? But, like, no, they they meet first, they, like, hook up, and then they're like, you have to fight. And then, so Robin does a a classic Robin-slash-Batman trick, which is put the cape on a thing, make the thing go over there, the person, the villain goes and gets it, and then you sneak up behind them and kick their ass. Okay. And that's what he does. Sure. Robin just ties her up instead. He's like, I'm not going to punch you, I just had to incapacitate you. So he just wrapped her up. He's like, okay, you lose, yay. Now let's go back to making Call me. Yeah. Oh, no, when the universe starts oh, to I end... Get no. <laughs> no, I think not. Uh, no, when the universe starts to end, they go to, like, Venice, and they, like, make out in a gondola. Okay. Because who gives a shit? Sure. 
But I get to Venice. I think like they wind He's up. He's Robin. No, no they, it says yeah, no, right? Like Batman, I'm gonna borrow the Batplane. <laughs> it's the end of the world, and I'm getting laid. But uh, no, it turns out like the, the the beam sent them there. Oh. They say like we don't know why we're here or, or what happened, but it doesn't matter. We're not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. It's a free trip to Venice. <laughs> Let's have some pasta. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's like, and she's like, uh, we're really? Gonna, we're gonna bang, right? Oh, I don't know. I I had a lot of carbs. <laughs> Maybe I could fit one more sweet <laughs> And then they did a sequel called All Access, where they fight. Like, where they, where, like, the universes start to cross over, and as it turns out, like, Doctor Strange fate from the Amalgam universe, mm-hmm. like, he exists still. Like, that universe still actually exists somewhere in the multiverse. Except the people that make him up are separate. Yes, now. but no, now... No, but they came together once. His consciousness exists, and he wants to try and bring the universe back together to save his universe. He's like, yeah, when you saved your universe, it's like, you were fine, but my universe... What, what about my amalgam universe? Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, what about it? Fuck your amalgam universe. You know, you know what's it with your amalgam universe? Like uh, yeah. yeah. Nobody likes it. It's, 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 it requires these two bloated, like, hot-headed douchebag companies to agree for three fucking seconds. Holy which, shit. based on the mix-ups, proves they can. Um, where does... The Marvel Universe fit in DC's, like, multiversity, like, model right? universes. Right? It doesn't. Mm. I know. And but that they've sucks. established that the Marvel Universe is. Mm-hmm. Well, in the, the only thing they do... What about, up... you know, the uh, Earth X or Earth something? Earth DC for Marvel. Oh, right. Like, like why DC in Secret, oh, Secret Wars? Right. Good question. That's a good question. That's but some... see, like... DC actually published a map yes. of all no, the Marvel universes. Put the map out. Well, no, they put a map of Battle World. Right, of Battle World, which is all the which universes. Is, is it all of them, or is it just like the ones no, that they wanted to give that event? Okay, but that was... Oh, no, no created, not all of them ever. Right, and that was created because a thing happened that made that world. Yeah. The multiverse map is like, no, this is all of creation oh, in this map. Yes, yes, DC a while ago came up with a multiverse map. Well, it was like, like a year or two Yeah, ago. where yeah. they were like, this is all the universe. Yeah. because they couldn't get the rights. Yeah, and Marvel wasn't in there. Yeah. You know? There is a universe that's like it that Grant Morrison references in Multiverse. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we could pretend like that's it. Yeah, that's what they want you to do. Yeah. They did, however, do a thing where uh, during this era, they called Stan Lee and they asked Stan Lee to imagine the DC universe. Like, if you had created these characters, okay, like, who would you? What would you have done? So it's called like DC's Imagine or something like that, and uh, or Stan Lee's Imagine something like that, and. Uh, they're ridiculous. Because you know, it's like 85-year-old Stan Lee being like, how about Superman is super because of this? Like, yeah. And they're like, okay. Uh, that is the first universe to be destroyed in Convergence. <laughs> really? That's really funny. That's cool. They're Sorry, like, Stan. They're like, this universe was, 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 was uh, came about because of a great creator who had to leave to focus on his own, uh, his own creations and then left it. And now, like, Future's End just fucking killed everybody. Oh, is that the universe that Future's End killed? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. It's Stanley's Imagine Universe. I was really hoping Future's End would die. It will. It looks unstoppable. It has to. Oh, Future's End? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get there. It's like, how is anyone going to beat that stupid bullshit? Stupid robots. I don't know. They couldn't even end that fucking thing. So, DC versus Marvel, Marvel versus DC, and, oh my God. There's a lot we skipped. But there's just, yeah. but like it's oh, inconsequential. Like things happen. There's some really cool images. Some of them, mm, some of them aren't. 
Yeah. I said there's some really cool images. It's very colorful. The Green Lantern stuff. It is, well, yeah. It's, it's, it's very much... Stuff is it's cool. bright yes. and shiny. It's very much a product of its time. Yeah. Anyway, DC versus Marvel. Marvel versus DC uh, from DC and Marvel. <laughs> Brilliant title. Uh, thanks so much for watching, everybody. Hey, if you like uh, our show a lot, you should give us a like and subscribe to the channel. Click Sanitation here. See every episode of Backers ever done. And uh, hey, if you like this shirt that I'm wearing here... Mm. Uh, we have lots more like it in our Comic Pop Tee Public store, which you can find a link to in the description box down below. I mentioned just because I really like those shirts, and we all have shirts from the store, yeah. and they're really cool. Yeah. And every once in a while, there's a, like a deal where you can get like a bunch off. Yeah. So just check it out. And uh, anyway, I'm Sal. I'm Ethan, and I'm Ben. See you guys next time. This is an advertisement for a game I never heard of, Earthworm Jim Two. Yeah. yeah. It's the second Earthworm Jim. That's cool. Earthworm Jim One was a good thing. It was good. Yeah. Okay. I bet it was great. You think so? Yeah. Now, did this come out after the it. cartoon? <sighs> I don't know. Because goddamn that, that opening. Earthworm Jim! He's only inches tall. Earthworm Jim! Super <laughs> uh, fall. I love... Oh my god. This America Online. America what? Online. Holy shit! Wow. Oh, we should call it. What? If you, if you have a computer and a modem, order your free DC Comics online starter kit with 10 free hours online. <laughs> oh man, alright. 1 800. We'll bleep that for the actual Motherfucker! Oh! Oh, what a surprise. Busy.